welcome to episode uh, four of my podcast self. So I just finished Kinkyology. Thanks to everybody who came through and was watching Kinkyology with me. Um, I'm going to start episode four of self. So I started this podcast, I was saying before, because a lot of you all want to be these sexual people, but you're not comfortable with who you are truly. And in order to show up and be as confident and everything as you want to be in the bedroom, you have to be more comfortable with yourself. So I started this podcast to help empower, educate, and help you know learn how to be okay with you and being okay and accepting yourself doesn't mean that you succeed in everything that you want what it means is that you put all you have into everything that you do and then that way when those things don't work out you can walk away with your head high but a lot of you all have asked yourself you don't put your all into anything in your life um, and then you wonder why you know so if you learn to show up and show out differently for you you know, some of you all are amazing parents. You don't give you half the energy you give to your children. You know, some of you all are amazing spouses, but you don't give you half the energy you give to your wife or your husband. You have to put all you have into you in order to be everything you need to be to everybody else. Honestly, you know. Um, hey, hey, thank you. Thank you, Footman. Thank you. Hey, Miss Star, how are you tonight? How are you? How's it going? I usually have a co-host with me tonight. Um, I don't know what happened to my co-host tonight. They just got back in from being out of the country, so I guess they needed some time to re recuperate, so I'm handling this again by myself. So shout out to Robs, who just had an amazing birthday out of the country. So I got you, girl. We're going to get it done. I'm going to get it done. So tonight, every week with self, what I do, what we do is we take the letters S, E, L, and F, and we break them down to things to help you be more okay with yourself. So tonight, my S is for serious. Are you, are you a serious person? You know, do you take life? Do you take things too serious? Do people say, you just, it's too serious. You need to let loose some. You need to let go a little bit. Has, has anybody ever told you that you're too serious? Do you think that you're too serious? I mean, you can't take life too seriously because, I mean, the reality is nobody gets out of this motherfucker alive. <laughs> we all going to die. <laughs> so learn how to let your hair down some and enjoy it, you know? I'm good. I'm happy. I made it to your live show. I'm happy you made it too. We just did Kinkyology. So this isn't the one about sex. This is the one about self. But I'm so happy that you are here. Welcome. Um, yeah, so come in. I don't bite unless you ask me to. And then it's very just like a little nibble because I got little teeth. I got little teeth. Only serious at the right times. Okay, that's cool. You have moments when you need, you know when to be serious and when not to be. You know, you have to learn how to laugh. You have to learn how to laugh, especially at yourself. <laughs> you got to be able to laugh at yourself. I do some dumb shit sometimes, and I just laugh because I think it's amazing. But your life will improve so much if you just learn to laugh at yourself and not take life so seriously. Um, some people are serious because... 
of uh, shyness. They're just really shy. And they might be an introvert. So they don't know how to step into a situation comfortably. So they just, you know, they put this, you know, I don't want to say block on, but this shield on to protect themselves. About to say that only see. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We thinking the same thing, but yeah. So any introverts in here? Somebody who understood what I was saying with that, or sometimes some people are really serious because they had a lot of responsibility at a young age. Like maybe you were the oldest or one of the oldest out of a lot of siblings and your parents had to work. So since 12, since 10, you've been taking care of kids and making sure everything done. So you just like order. You like things to go a certain way. You like this. But that is something that could make somebody more serious than somebody else. You know, somebody who's just had to be serious. They like you came out the womb, like, you know what, you're a big sister, you're gonna take care of your brothers and sisters, you know. Um, some of us have that responsibility, and it does we take that and it carries on to our um adulthood. Um or yeah, from the family, you know, making you want to be serious, you know, oh, you got to do this, you got to go this, or, you know, like the ones who want to follow and be police or be firemen or be in the army. Um, it could just be how you are. It's just, you just got a, a hard exterior and it makes you just this brick wall with no emotion, no nothing, just, you know. <laughs> I've been called an introvert, but I love being around people. I can be comfortable being myself, too. Was, you an introvert? Hmm. I don't know. You seem, you, I don't know you, but just from chatting and, you know, you introducing yourself to me afterwards, you seem as though you, you, you get attention when you walk in a room. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> If that makes any sense to you. But so for me, it will be, you're not the type of man I think will walk in a room and nobody would notice you. So you you would have that opportunity to shy away. It seems like when you walk in a room, people, they look, you know what I'm saying? You're a nice looking black man. So people going to look. So how you, you can't be shy because somebody going to peep you. Whether you want to act like you don't see them or not, somebody is looking. I love how some of our men, our black men are so humble and they don't understand or know the attention that they get, you know, whether it's the way they carry themselves, how they look, you know, if they're a certain stature or whatever. Sometimes I don't think they give themselves the credit they deserve or they don't want us to know that we know they're getting it. <laughs> I don't know which one it is yet. <laughs> I don't think so either. I was confused about that. Yeah. But no, you know, I don't think you, I can't see you being an introvert because I, I've never met you in person, but just your energy and you're very open and not shy. You know, like I like this and I like that. I like, That's not somebody, introvert wouldn't, would care what somebody thought about it to me. I don't know. I've never been an introvert, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <clears throat> but seriousness uh, can be observed in different ways, you know, people could be serious in certain situations, but and 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 in other situations can be damn fools, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, it can come to us when we're it's a responsibility when we get when we're young or we were forced to play this certain role 
or whatever, but it's not something we just born with. You're not born serious. Like, that's just, oh, I want this one to be serious. You know, like, oh, I hope they don't get the serious trait. That's, it's, it's, it's something you shape into, you know what I'm saying? And then some people act like they serious when really they not serious. And I hate pretend serious ass people. You know, don't act like you take care of stuff when really you don't take care of shit. You know, like you act like you got your life together, but once I get to know you, you struggling real bad. You know, that's just, that's a fugazi. That's just terrible. I don't like that type of serious, but y'all know what I'm talking. Somebody who pretends to be this way. And then when you really get to know them, they crumbling on the inside. That's just fake brave, not even brave, brave, but fake Fake living, like I got this under control, and the whole time you faking the funk completely, like just terribly. That's bad. Anyway, <sighs> so you know what I'm saying. Okay, I'm not, I know I'm not going crazy. But anyway, you could tell people who are, sometimes you kind of tell a person who pretends to be serious from a person because it'll slip out that they're not really how they are or whatever. So, and then some people just do it unconsciously. They just end up being a certain type of way. They don't know how to laugh. They don't know how to let their guard down. They don't know how to let you in. They just, it's just always there. So you have different people that bring it in certain ways. And at work, sometimes that's a cool place to be serious, but you still have to be able to relate to people. Like I said, a couple of weeks, have empathy with people you know, it can't keep you from keeping a distance and trying to make friends at work. But at the same time, if you have projects, you want to be able to, you know, maneuver with certain people and work with them. So it is a place. And like you said, it's a time and a place for it. And when you learn how to bring it at the right times, it can benefit you. But if you take it and just live life with it, you can miss out on a lot of great things. So don't fake it. Just just learn how to mesh it with a comfortable personality. Don't make it be, you're always so serious. You don't never laugh. You always this. Learn to let your head down. Learn to enjoy life. Even, even through your pain, sometimes you have to laugh. You have to. You know, don't let shyness, don't let being an introvert, don't let fear keep you from living, you know, being such a hard exterior, you don't let your head down and get a chance to laugh. So that's what I'm talking about with uh, being serious. Anybody have anything to do with serious? What'd you say? I think people are serious when they have something that they care about. It could be a person, it could be a job, it could be an item, whatever they have care for, they tend to take serious. Okay, I can, yeah. Most definitely. Um, <laughs> like the men in the car clubs, they take their cars seriously. Anybody in here in a car club? Uh, or even parents. Some parents take being a parent very serious. Some people take certain positions in a job very serious. Like you will have some, um, you know, Tie cops, whatever they call them, bow tie cops, I don't know what they call them, but they'll act like, you know, they've been on the force, you know, for 15 years. They take their job real serious, like uh, security of the world, you know what I'm saying? So it just really depends. But even in that situation, is that the best thing for you to do in that moment? 
you know, cause you should you act like you this when you're really not? Or is that a way to make you look forward to work every day? So if it benefits you in some type of way, then I guess it could be okay. But then when it comes to letting people in, when it comes to enjoyment, when it comes to certain things like that, relationships, you know, do you know how to not take that so serious? And I'm not saying you're not supposed to take relationships serious because, yeah, you should. Um, but you should also know, be able to know how to have fun and let go and relax and enjoy and not be on 10 and think everybody out to get you and, you know, to, to be serious all the time implies that you lack a crave, uh, lack a craving for humor and, you know, somebody who's always serious don't know how to laugh. Sometimes we just got to laugh at some shit because this is a crazy-ass world we live in. Serious about the things they don't want to lose. And you know what? Foot, you will have people who are really into their relationships real serious. They really be into it. And the whole time, they could be cheating. They could be doing whatever. So sometimes just because, you know, they put, it seems on the outside that this is how they're doing something we know that sometimes that's not really why they doing it it ain't because it's really that serious or they care about it that much because if they did would they hurt it would they misuse it would they mistreat it so a lot of times people fake what they put their interest in to make it seem like it's more than it want than it really is um for other reasons that's my take on that if that made any sense to you Oh God. But I understand what you were saying. I've I've seen people do that. And a lot of times when I've been in situations where they showed up like that, it was to overcompensate on something else that they had, especially men who like to intimidate women. They try to be the super boyfriend. They try to be Captain Saberhold to some extent or whatever. But the reality is that they have some insecurities with them within themselves where they feel like they have to intimidate women to love them. And they think they're just being serious in this, but it's really kind of disrespectful and sad that some men intimidate women into loving them. You're trying, because to me, how do you think I'm going to love you and you intimidate me, <laughs> you know, but I'm going to act like it so I can get you the hell away from me because you's crazy. <laughs> but, you know, I've seen you think, oh, he real serious. And the whole time he was bad shit crazy. <laughs> so, I, yeah, if they come across you like they take it too serious, I'll be, I'll side out of that. Like, uh-uh, that's a little too much. I, I want to protect her. But I don't, I don't want, mm -mm, I don't want you doing, mm -mm, you ain't my dog. You're not my guard dog. You know what I'm saying? I don't like that type of personality by me. Don't be my guard dog. Be my man. Be my protector. Be that person, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, so what was my E? How you spell self? S-E. So the next word is E. What did I, easy going, easy going. Are any of you all easy going? What's easy going for you? How do you know or <clears throat> say that this person is an easy going person?
if you had to choose between serious and easygoing, which one would you be more of? Are you more serious or are you more easygoing? Are you easygoing or are you serious? <laughs> mm, that's real bad. You're not either one of them, foot man. Is it just me and you here right now talking? Ain't nobody talking to us right now. Serious. You're more serious. Hey, Ja. How you doing, darling? Thank you for participating. Thank you for answering. Okay, so you're more serious. So we just talked about that. Um, are you more serious all the way around or just with your work or just with your parenting or your school what things is it something that makes you more serious than other things you know um i think i'm more easygoing i know how me and footman that's fan guy when we were talking you kind of know when to turn it on and when to turn it off you know it's not always needed you know so um being able to use it when it's necessary, but also being able to relax and just get into it at the same time is cool as well. Easy going. Yeah, I could see you being easy going. Yeah, I never met you, but just your personality in here. You just seem like you would be real, like people just, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, people who are easy going, they tend to light up a room a little bit more. You know, people look forward like, oh, is so-and-so here? Are they coming? Oh, I missed you last night. And you could know when somebody says, I missed you, or, you know, I really love your energy or something like that. That's usually somebody who's an easygoing person. When somebody always compliments you about your energy, how, you know, you just light up a room or you have this magnetism to you. I don't know if any of you all, maybe those are just compliments I get. I don't know. <laughs> But, you know, you learn that that means you just have, you bring in a, a good energy. When you come in the room, it, people get to relax. You know, I'm not intimidating. Uh, even with what I do, when I do my parties, I spoke on this last week. When I come in, it's women who look at me up and down and they have a problem with me. But nothing in my body language, nothing in my mentality is intimidating. I come in open. I'm happy. I'm ready to teach. I'm ready to enjoy myself. I'm ready to meet all these beautiful women and show them some new things. So my energy changes the energy that I get because I'm so easygoing, because I'm so open, because I'm so kinky or whoever I am. I don't allow the negativity to control me, but being easygoing helps you to be able to get people to open up to you more to get people to relax in your presence and not be uptight or you know want to judge you you know up, you know you got the looks coming up and down but if you stop it because hey what's up you know i went i went to the grocery store with my son hey tracy world 0331 how are you I'm shy. I always seem serious, but by myself or around people, I'm comfortable and I'm easygoing. Okay, I used to be shy, but I went to me and my son went to Walmart the other day. And I had I made two friends in two different aisles, okay? 
So my son is just sitting there like, dude, you just have to talk. People just talk to me. I just have this energy. And a lady says something to me. Next thing you know, 15 minutes, I'm in this aisle talking to this woman. And then the next out, very pretty woman too. She told me, yeah, she was celibate. I mean, I just, they give me everything, okay? I don't know why, but people just do that to me. So the next out, it was this lady. She was an older lady, you could tell. And she had twists in her hair. And I was like, oh, you rocking those twists, baby. And she stopped, oh my God, and talked to me for 20 minutes. Minutes. But sometimes people just need that. They don't have, you know, especially me being an empty nester now. I be at home by myself all day. I talk to my dog. I talk to my cats. But you you appreciate having a human to talk to. So whenever I'm out in a grocery store or whatever, and I see a woman, I think put a little bit extra into how she got dressed that morning, or you know, you see she got red shoes, red pants, red purse, red jacket. I'm like, girl, I see you in your red. You know, I love to compliment women, especially my older women, just. To let them know i see you we always have to keep putting the effort and energy into ourselves and even if they live by themselves to come to the store run to the store by themselves to get dressed make yourself look good i think is a beautiful thing so i try to compliment women whenever i see them on that doing that you know and i end up making all type of friends in the grocery store my son's like please don't speak to nobody else mom please stop speaking to people each hour is 15 minutes please stop speaking to people i mean they tell about their kids is, they married, they sex life. I was like, man, they don't even know I'm the kinky kid. <laughs> you know, so I like that too. If you got it, you got it. You you like that a lot? Okay. Yeah, some people, you just have an energy about you that, you know, people like. You know, there's nothing wrong with smiling at somebody. Just, you know, I don't smile all the time, but when I do, you know, it's a beautiful smile. Um, and people are drawn to it. And I could be in hell. I, I put a post up on my uh, the Kinky Kid page like, I'm going through hell right now, but I'm able to bully through it. You know, life don't be easy. It don't mean just because I can get on here and I can talk and I can smile. Don't mean that, you know, I don't have issues. I don't have problems. The thing is that I know that if there is a will, there is a way. And the minute you try to let life take you over is when it does. But when you remember that you got a people, you got a God with you. You know what I'm saying? I've been reading about guardian angels lately and all of this stuff. We got all of these entities around us. We have watching Tyler Henry. You know, you got your... I, um, our ancestors and stuff, our family members that passed, they be right here with us. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's real cool or whatever. So I take that things and I know I'm not alone. So with that, you know, and I spoke on, was it last week or the week before last, the uh, poem Footprints. I love that poem. So just learning to trust in other people and notice sometimes, even though you might think you alone, you might have a friend at work who speaks to you every day and you don't even pay attention, but they probably got your back in ways that people you in 20 years don't care about you. So sometimes we look to the wrong people for the wrong type of gestures and the ones who want to give them to us, we dismiss them. So just be open to speak to everybody and let their energy in because you never know whose energy might help you out that day and that's just how I live my life some energy you don't want to be bothered with but I still oh, okay okay time for me to go some people you could feel is negative energy right off back you know you could I could walk in a room and feel negative energy from I gotta get out of here mm, somebody in here wrong Ooh, ooh, it's something bad in here <laughs> I gotta leave it's something bad in here <laughs> I'm starting to catch it. Monsters. Energy's a monster. It's a monster in here. I could feel it. Ooh, I could feel it. 
I am fine, Akita. How are you? Thank you for asking. Welcome to Self. This is my second podcast. This one isn't about sex. This one is about self. So we're talking about being easygoing. So I'm just saying that I'm an easygoing person. I'm able to I compliment a lot of women. Not because, okay, so <laughs> also we was at that jewels, right? <laughs> okay, so this is TMI. But my son is with me. And I come back and I say, I almost told this lady she had a nice ass. I went in this aisle. And when I tell you it was this lady bent over, I don't know what she was doing, but she was bent over and her ass spread miraculously. I mean, the way that ass spread was just beautiful. The hips, the it was just a beaut. It wasn't, it was so, it was spread so nicely that I myself, being who I am, was about to compliment it. Like, damn, that's a nice ass. That's what I wanted to say. I wanted her to know that I see you in your ass, and that's a nice ass. But some said don't, and I didn't. And when she stood up, she had to be about 63. So then I was even more like, bitch, your booty is glorious. There is a God that one day I could be 63 with a booty like that. Oh, that was a nice booty, especially for somebody older. <laughs> I was like, yes. Yeah. So I went and told my son, I almost told a 63-year-old she had a nice ass. He was like, what is wrong with you? I was like, it was so nice. Like, I couldn't help. I wanted to tell them so bad. Like, just let them know, like, I see your booty. Like, it's a nice. I wasn't attracted to it. I was mesmerized by it. I was, I was, I was, I was in awe of it. It was so perfectly shaped, you know? And then when she stood up, it wasn't even a badunka dunk. It's the way that the hips spread, everything just kind of like a butterfly when, you know, the wings, you know, do this or whatever. It was like, oh, it was so nice. It was so nice. I don't know. I remember I'm blessed. I went to this party. You know, I teach women how to, I met this lady. I had a booth, that lady. I think I might tell the story, but anyway, I met this lady. And uh, <laughs> she said, yeah, I be having these parties, but people say they kinky, but when they come, they can't handle what we be doing at the party. I was like, girl, you ain't nothing you can do that's going to stop me. I don't, you can't out kink me, you know. So she's like, okay, we're going to do a party. We're going to come. So me and my girlfriend, they booked me for a party. I go to the party. And it's a room full of women, all dressed in lingerie. It's like 20, 30 women and a man. He the DJ, only one man. So they sit me down, they get me, we sit, they got me in this chair, and I'm sitting there like, okay, I see y'all. So I noticed that they come and put a chair in front of me. So I'm not, I'm just like telling my girl, look, there's a chair in front of me. I don't know what's going on, you know, I'm just sitting there. So then this one girl, she said, okay, it's time. So she get up and she go upstairs, and I notice, I'm like, she ain't had no underwear on. I'm like, my girlfriend, like, no, she she was like, she, she had no panties. So I was like, okay. So she went and did what she had. That's thing you know, she comes back down with no panties on. And she sits in this chair in front of me. And when she sits in this chair in front of me, I noticed she had a booty, kind of like the booty I saw bent over. But on each one of her cheeks, she had a, butterf a, a, a wing of a butterfly. She had a wing of a butterfly. So she was sitting in front of me. And I'm like, why? What is going on? Because I'm like right here, right in front of me. And this chair is this beautiful booty. And I'm like, what is this about? So my girlfriend looking, I'm like, wow, okay, what's going on? And the DJ, you know, he's just getting it in. So then another lady comes and she puts a towel down and she gets on her knees and she starts to eat the other lady out. So I'm sitting there like, okay, okay, I like this. This is my type of party. 
But the amazement came when she made this girl sitting in the chair orgasm. When I tell y'all the butterfly on her booty started fluttering. Oh my God, I've never seen such a beauty in my life to see her booty jiggling it, to see those wings. And it was just, it was rippling it. Oh, it was the most sexiest. I think I just, I had an orgasm right there in my chair. It was an amazing time. My girlfriend, we, we like, yes, we going crazy. It was wild. It was a really nice party. So everybody has their own little thing on how they like booty or what they like, but a nice ass just, ooh, just does something to me. Yeah. <laughs> this is my life. <laughs> it's not even my human. This is really the stuff I go through, you know. Like, I really want to tell that lady. So, I'm like, you can't tell everybody. You know, you can kind of tell when you can tell somebody, like, you cute, you know. And she might be straight, but she'll be kind of turned on, and, you know, a pretty bitch telling her she cute. Because I tell her, hey, you a pretty motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to fuck you. I just want you to know, you know, because I don't, I don't even mess with women right now. But I could, you know. <laughs> But anyway, I have no problem, you know, complimenting people. But it helps. It helps. It helps. It helps. Anyway, so yeah, y'all, y'all getting me off of. But I'm very easygoing. All of this came about for me saying that I am an easygoing person, and because of that, I get some amazing experiences because people trust that I will be okay in it, and I just be fine and dandy. I be like, are you, are you really doing that? Now that's cool. I don't want to participate, but I will watch. <laughs> you know, I'm that person. Like, I don't have to join, but I will take notes. You know, I will watch you. Oh, that is so nice. And, you know, and I think that's why people do so much in front of me because I don't judge. But sometimes I'd be like, why do they think I want to see that? It's <laughs> some stuff. I'd be like, I, that doesn't turn me on. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I like booty. You know what I'm saying? I like girl booty. I'm not into man booty. I eat booty, but I'm not into like, oh, he got fat ass. I don't look at men like that. I don't think men want to be looked at like that. So if I have somebody who's into booty and they want me to be into man booty, you can't make me be into man booty because man booty not my thing. But I don't judge you for liking man booty. You get what I'm saying? Some people don't understand that. They want me to like man booty. No, I like female booty. I like woman booty. I like grown woman. I like hip booty. I like booty that spread nicely. I like an ass that just spread like, like butter, like jelly, just spread. Anyway, anyway, so that was me being easygoing. So what was my L? Was it laid back? Laid back. See, I... Yeah, I'm doing. I'm keeping it in. So the S was serious. The E is easy going. The L is laid back. I'm a laid back individual. I hope you all can tell. I'm very like laid back. I have good energy. I'm a cool person, but I can be a monster when I need to. But 88% of the time, I am very laid back. But I go from zero to a hundred real fast. So it don't. I go from laid back to crazy like like that so i have been working on it over the last few years when it was brought to my attention that i was crazy so now i try to not get as mad as fast when i'm laid back i try not to let things upset me so fast i ease into my anger instead of just you know 
So that's been a journey. You learn things as you get older. Or you have people brave enough to tell you, like, you know, you batshit crazy. And I'd be like, I was thinking that, but nobody ever told me. So thanks. Okay, I'm going to fix. I'm going to see if I can work on it. So I've been working on my zero to 100. So it helps sometimes. It's not... I haven't perfected it, you know what I'm saying? But I do try to go from like zero to 50 now instead of straight to 100. I would like to get it at zero to maybe a 15, but I, I'm, I'm still kind of like at the 50 point. So again, it's better than it was. And baby steps, you know what I'm saying? Baby steps, that's all it takes. But other than that, I am a very laid back person until I get angry. When I get angry, it's this little beast that comes out of me, you know, and it's real bad. So I haven't learned how to completely control her yet, but we working on it. But if you don't bring her out, I'm a cool motherfucker. But if I get drunk and you disrespect me, she just has no boundaries. She's crazy. She will fight you. She will do it. She's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, so that was ill. Nobody's laid back. Am I the only laid back person? Do you all know what it means to be laid back, to be optimistic, to be easygoing, to be likable, to mesh in, to just flow with the energy no, nobody know what that's like. Okay. If you all enjoy anything that I said, please hit the like button. I appreciate that. And then what is it I did? Serious? Easy going? Laid back? And what's the F? Fussy. Fussy. The F is fussy. Mm-hmm. I'm not fussy. I know how to fuss. I know how to argue. I have a problem with, um, I argue to win. And I'm learning in my old age that that's not right. <laughs> You're not supposed to win. See, we I wasn't raised like that. I was raised, if somebody say, I'm going to kick, before ass come out, you hit them. I don't give you a chance to beat me. I attack. You understand? That's how I was raised. So, in my adulthood, when you come to me, I'm coming back. But when you love somebody, <laughs> you're not supposed to do that. I'm learning that this is <laughs> my way is the wrong way. <laughs> so you're not supposed to attack people you love. Like, what? Oh, I was trying to win. I wanted to win. You ain't going to out-argue me, <laughs> you know. But, yeah, that's not what you do when you love people. So it took a while for me to figure this out. I'm still learning. I mess up a lot. But I heard them, and I'm working on it. That's all it. Hey, Teresa, how are you? Thank you, thank you, thank you. I have a <clears throat> a sick little twisted mind, but we have a lot of fun together. I, I've learned to let my mind ride. You know, I don't put no, like, <sighs> you ever play bumper pool? You know what I'm saying? I don't have bumpers in my mind. This just I just let it go. What we gonna do? What we doing? What we yeah, I let us just do it all. And I love some of the shit she comes up with. She is crazy and I like it. <laughs> hey. If anybody have any questions with anything I'm talking about, let me know. But yeah, are you fussy? I was mentioning last week when I, you know, talked about the self things that I had a partner, a female I used to live with. And whenever she would walk in the house, soon as she walk in the house, she's, yeah, who's this? Why does not know? Why does not know? Why does this? And it would make us dread them coming home. You know, 
That's not how you want to enter. When you walk in a house, even if it is things you dislike when you open the door, come in and let them absorb your presence before you're fussing. Not to say you can't check them, but don't make, don't, people should, miss, if you've been missing them all day, can't wait for them to get home, and as soon as they open the door, they fussing, you don't stop, or you're going to be like, oh, I can't, oh, they get on my nerves, I wish they could just stay at work tonight. That's how this starts happening. When you got somebody, as soon as they walk in the door, they complaining. Home is supposed to be happy. Home is supposed to feel good. And not to say home is perfect, but you can't come in attacking home. Don't bring work. Don't bring, I'm sorry the shoes were at the door, but come in, sit down, and say, hey, after you breathe for a minute, let them get in your good energy, and say, hey, what I tell you about those shoes being at the door? But as soon as you walk in the door, all these goddamn shoes in the door, all this, that's not good energy for your family. That's not good for you. That's not how you should walk into your home. That's And a lot of people are guilty of that. That's something you should not do. I hate to argue. I do I hate to argue. <laughs> I don't I I don't I hate conflict. I don't like I don't like thinking that I might want to argue. You know what I'm saying? But then when I do, I want to win. So I'm still working that part of it out. I don't my I can argue well. I just hate having to argue. That's kind of the same thing you said. <laughs> I just said it a different way. But yeah, so, um, but has anybody had anybody they live with or been over a friend's house and saw that they just parents always do this, do this, do that? You know, see somebody who is always fussing. Just know somebody who just fusses all the time. Like, what are you, why are you so mad? What happened? Why do you do that? But yeah, that's not a good thing that you want to carry around. And sometimes people don't even realize that it's something that they do. So again, I don't know any of you all personally, I don't think, but a lot of us sometimes battle and deal with a lot of the same situations. So when I say that I'm trying to help people with self, again, I'm not attacking you. I'm attacking the system of uh, of us, you know, what we're, what we allow in ourselves, the monsters and the demons that I've had to overcome and battle to be able to make myself this likable, fun person. Because from the pain I live in, the things that I've been through, I could be a straight up bitch. And people be like, but do you know how she'd been six since she was 16 or she'd been through this? And I don't allow those things to to describe me when you say that that's not what they lead with anymore you know what i'm saying for a long time it was like but do you know she's sick no i was like but have you seen what she did have you seen what she's accomplished do you know who the fuck she is so regardless what life was the life that was chose for me isn't the life that i wanted for me and i was able to take myself and know that i was more than the things i was told that I, that i was and even though i still live in this pain i'm able to adapt to it differently because my mindset is in a better place and I've been on these narcotics that were self-prescribed from the doctors for over a year now. And I was telling my sister, I'm so proud of myself for that. For you to be damn near narcotic live since you were 16 years old. I mean, I was on fentanyl, if anybody knows what that is. 50 times stronger than heroin. I lived on this for years, you know, just waking up high going to sleep high 
to be in a place now where I am clear of all of that, to be in my side, sound mind, to be in my own thoughts and everything. It's some of us out here, you all don't know what people go through just to get up out their bed every day. You don't know the pain that people live in to smile at you or to get something done. I'm a spoonie, you know, if anybody know what that is. Before I even get out of bed, six of, we only allotted 12 spoons a day. Before I even wake up and get out the bed, I use two, six spoons just to get out the bed. <laughs> if anybody knows the spoon theory, <laughs> uh, usually people with chronic pain illnesses know about the spoon theory. But before I even, my guy be like, I never seen nobody hurt in their sleep. I sleep in pain. I'm oohing and on because my body to touch me hurts. You know, you want somebody want to put their arm on you, somebody, whatever. My body is like a big bruise. So if you put your arm around me, if you lean on me, I want it, but it hurts. <laughs> it hurts. I am on fire right now, but don't move, don't move, you know. So it's it, it, it gets hard sometimes. Oh, you a parent and grandparent? I hate, I haven't made it to the grandparents yet, but I'm 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 ready. No, I am with my oldest, not my son yet. I don't want him to have no babies yet. I want him to keep living without it. And I, you know, I had my daughter as a teenager, and I was very honest with my children. You know, I love you all, but I went from being a daughter to being a mother. I never had a chance to be myself. And now, with my son being out the house and me finally being an empty nester, I mean, I've had a good life, so I've done a lot of different things, but it was because I was sick. But so many of us don't have that opportunity. We go from being a daughter to being a mother. And then when our children grow up and leave, we don't know who we are. You know, so it's really important to always still put you first in everything you do. Whether you're a mother, a father, an uncle, an aunt, whatever. Make sure your dreams, your aspirations, your ideologies, the things that you want, whether it's, like I was telling my son yesterday, whether it's crazy or not, try it. Don't knock it until you try it. I've had some amazing things happen in my life. From just taking a leap of faith. For just trusting it. Not because nobody gave it to me. Just saying, okay, let me try it. Let me see what happened if I say, you know, how to suck dick on YouTube. Or <laughs> if I say, oh, I'm going to write this book. Let me see how this is going to work. Or when my son asked me, what's a queef? I didn't know I was gonna, that was going to happen. You don't know. But you have to be brave enough to try. You know, you have to be. And what they say on there. I learned on TikTok that I got a cool vibe. <laughs> I told my son, I said, but my vibe is cool. Do he like, will you stop my, I said, but my vibe is cool. I, got, I think that's what they said to you. Her vibe, her vibe. I was like, well, I got a cool vibe. So I thought that that was real cool. But yeah, just your energy you give off. So don't always be so serious. Don't take life too serious. You know, life is, it can be fun if you make it. And not to say we don't have hard times because I didn't have, I, I had a hard life, but I've had an amazing hard life. You know, it's been some good things to kind of help me get through the bullshit I lived through, you know, but it, I think for me, if I wasn't sick, I wouldn't have took these leap and bounds to have these, these amazing experiences. So I come to you as somebody who has been sick to say being sick made, when they told me that I wasn't going to live, that's when I chose to live. Start living now. Don't wait for somebody to tell you that tomorrow not promised to you before you start living. Live today. 
live today and you'll be surprised the things you can accomplish in your life. Once they told me, oh, she's not gonna make it to 18. I'm not gonna make it to 18. I'm 48. Only God knew that. But that made me do, I'm about to do this. I'm about to do this, you know? So it was crazy, but I don't want people to not live because they don't have permission to. So I'm giving you all permission to live. You know, live, try it, do it, take that, jump out the balloon, you know what I'm saying? Go skydiving, save for a big trip, take yourself out to eat, date yourself. That was a big thing I had to learn. Um, just learn to be okay with you, you know? Oh, thank you, Foot. <laughs> Oh, they're lag, but lag, negative lag, but good words. What's negative lag, Kronos? Kronos. Isn't that a brand like, um, is it a uh, Kronos? Isn't that Greek for like the, um, what are those, gyros? Isn't it one of those brands called Kronos? That's a damn shame if I used to eat that many gyros that I know the company name that makes <laughs> that paper. But I think it's, Kronos is related to uh, gyros. I haven't had gyro in so long. Oh, my God. But, yeah, so I just, I, 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 I work for every dollar i make everything i make i hustle for i don't have a job i mean this is my job so you know donations buying my books those things i appreciate that because this is how i eat this is what i do this is all i do and you know growing up sometimes seeing my friends with jobs and being able to do this and do that i felt a certain type of way you know i was envious of that because i couldn't get up and go to work or I would go, but, you know, I was looking for a job recently. And my friend was like, you know you can't keep no job, right? <laughs> my guy was like, you're going to keep a job for more than two weeks. <laughs> I can't keep no job. So they be laughing because I be trying. I want a job. I would love to get up and go to work every day. But some days my body be like, you're not getting out of bed today. It's about 4 o'clock. You're not moving today. Today is an all-day day in the bed, you know. So I can't put myself in a position to go to work every day because my body said, no, you're not, you can't, this is work today. You're working in the bed today. Yeah. I was behind on the live stream. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. It's a, a little second delay. That's cool. Um, but yeah, so I just, I'm a cheerleader for people not waiting until they can't live to start living. I want you all to live now, you know, write you down five things that you want to try or accomplish and make sure you do what you have to do to knock them off, slowly but surely. And when you start putting that energy into the air, you'll be amazed how your life starts aligning to allow these manifestations to happen. Um, the same power of doing a vision board. You know, I, I did a vision board a few years ago. I need to do another one. I want to do another one. But I speak on these things and I tell people about these things. And these things really can help. My best friend did one and they bought, uh, they had got a new car and they were sitting there. And when they realized it, they was like, oh my God. Why is the bins? I just got the same bins that was on my vision board. And they didn't even realize it until like uh, some time after they had the bins. Like, but they manifested that without even realizing that that manifestation came true so exactly. It was crazy, you know. So 
just make sure you learn how to put your energy out there where you benefit from it greatly. And when you learn to meditate, when you learn to get in tune with things like that, it will really change how you look at it. It'll make you more easygoing. It'll make you more laid back. It, you know, it'll make you not be so serious. You'll know when to cut it on and when to cut it off. You just scared the living crap out of me. <laughs> I'm live. Okay. Sorry, you all. Somebody's locked in my house. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Just get okay. So, yeah, I'm back. I'm okay. So, yeah. So, that's why I just wanted to tell you all that you have to learn how to take life a little bit less serious and just enjoy it. And no matter what your age is, if you want to be a comedian, go to an open mic one night. You know, if you've never taken yourself out to dinner or to movies, go Take yourself to the show. I remember I was like, I never take myself out. I used to look forward to my dates, honey. I used to love taking myself out to lunch. I enjoy, I got to enjoy that. So don't be afraid to treat you right. And the more you put into you, then other people in your life will know they can't come in and half-ass you because you don't half-ass yourself. But when you half-ass yourself, you get half-ass jobs, half-ass relationships, half-ass sex, and half-ass feelings. But ain't shit about me half-ass. And I'm going to leave it at that. But thank you all so much for coming through. Again, if you all have any questions, you all can always email them to me at thekinkykid at gmail. Um, this is episode four of Self. Hopefully next week my co-host will be back. Um, but thank you all so much. If you all want to buy my books, you can go to my website, www.thekinkykid.com. All previous episodes of Self and Kinkyology are available on podcast, 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 Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podcast Addict, Google Podcasts. <laughs> so make sure you go and subscribe to my channels for me, you all. Thank you all so much. And most definitely, you all know how I do it. I keep it kinky. Thanks for watching Self. So